This is an OSV Podcast Network production. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com. There's a very important document in the Catholic Church, and it's titled Gaudium et Spes, which means joy and hope. And it includes this awesome quote, and it says that man, meaning everyone, cannot find himself except through a sincere gift of himself. And what that means is that we can't know who we are, we can't know whose we are, we can't know what we're about, and we cannot know the meaning and purpose of our lives without the opportunity to make a sincere gift of ourselves. And we can't accomplish that without the opportunity to be received by another as gift. We know that if we do stay together, if we walk and talk and work and play and stand together in Jesus' name, we'll be who we say we are, truly Catholic, and we shall overcome. Welcome to Hope Stories with Black Catholics with me, your host, Sister Josephine Garrett. When I wrote my book, Hope and Invitation, I discovered that it was such a gift to be able to share my own story of hope, reflecting on the church, reflecting on Jesus and the Eucharist. That inspired me to invite more people to share hope stories. And so we're beginning with Hope Stories with Black Catholics, a gathering of Black Catholics from around the United States who share their own stories of hope, their hope for Black Americans in the church, and their hope for the church as a whole. to make an upfront confession because if you were trusting enough to click play then I want to be sincere with you I have never really been into podcasts and I certainly thought I would never have one people would say to me sister you have a great voice you should podcast and I would put like a slight smile on my face and do like oh bless you or bless your heart while thinking to myself it's never going to happen and so as I introduce this limited series podcast to you you can officially call me a podcast convert because having the conversations that I'm going to get to share with you throughout this limited series has converted my cold anti-podcasting heart. How did I get here? Look, I've been asking myself the same question through the whole process, but after each conversation, each episode, it has become more and more clear. It all started with my book entitled Hope and Invitation, which was also a first because I had never written a book before. And when I was invited to write my book, it was an invitation to share the story of my journey with Jesus. I think they brought up the word memoir, which honestly left me a little nauseous as I imagined myself like Sophia from Golden Girls telling people to picture it over and over again for hundreds of pages. But what did not leave me feeling nauseous was the idea of sharing my witness story around a theme that has become dear to me, the theme of hope. Sitting down and reflecting on my own relationship with Jesus and the journey we've been on so far in life as a story of hope, as an invitation that I could extend to others to come along with me on, offering my own story to others in a book in the hopes that at least some small part of it might be a gift to another, helped me to better know myself and to see God's glory in my life. I like to tell people I'm not special and you ain't special either, but we are all unique. And so sometimes when we experience something that's true for us, it's probably true for others as well. 
There's a very important document in the Catholic Church, and it's titled Gaudium et Spes, which means joy and hope. And it includes this awesome quote about why this is true for all of us. And it says that man, meaning everyone, cannot find himself except through a sincere gift of himself. And what that means is that we can't know who we are. We can't know whose we are. We can't know what we're about. And we cannot know the meaning and purpose of our lives without the opportunity to make a sincere gift of ourselves. And we can't accomplish that without the opportunity to be received by another as gift. I'm a mental health counselor. And if someone asked me, what's my framework I use for counseling? I would say that it's basically that quote. I would say that my job as a counselor is to help the people that I get to accompany grow in their ability to live as a gift and discover places and relationships to abide in where they are received wholeheartedly as gift. So when the folks at OSV were like, let's do a podcast connected to the book, I was surprisingly down because I had already known the fruit of sharing a hope story. And then we had to think, like, which hope stories are we going to share first? There were so many directions to go. But then we zeroed in on a section of my book that each time I reread, my heart, it breaks a little more for myself and for the people in a similar position to me. At one point in my book, I share about coming into contact with the Catholic faith at the University of Dallas, and that because I was willing to come to this Catholic place, and just a side note, when I enrolled at University of Dallas, I didn't know it was Catholic, so it was like Jesus on his hustle. But I enrolled at this place, I came to this Catholic place, and there I could encounter the Eucharistic Lord. And then I could be called to the Eucharistic table that Jesus desired and thirsted for me to be at. I share in my book that while it was a joy to have this Catholic place to come to where I could encounter Jesus, how much I longed for us to realize that we are not doing enough in our American church to go out filled with that same Eucharistic presence of the Lord and intentionally seek out and invite people who look like me to invite Black Americans to come and see to leave our comfortable Catholic places and go out announcing the Catholic faith to Black people in America. As I wrote that portion of my book, it dawned on me that if I had not been willing to come to a Catholic place to encounter Jesus in the Eucharist, I don't know if anyone would have left that Catholic place to come looking for me. It also dawned on me that as I became Catholic, I made one of the greatest mistakes of my life. I tucked away what my Black heritage had shaped in me about worship of God. The song, the movement, the voice of Black worship, if you know, then you know. I made the impoverished assumption that because I did not see any of that around me in the ways of worship, that that meant there was not a place for that in the heart of the Eucharistic Lord. I did not realize that precisely because I did not see it around me, that that was exactly why it was a precious gift and needed in the body of Christ. By the grace of God, as I laid those words down in my book, in an attempt to offer as gift that part of my heart, the gift was received, and it became clear the hope stories we need to tell now are hope stories with Black Catholics. To show forth the beauty and gift of Blackness in the church, to proclaim joy and hope, to proclaim Gaudium et Spes. 
that all of God's creation has the purpose of giving him glory. All of its shades and differences are not merely accidents, but a gift to aid us in a deeper revelation of Trinitarian love. And as the church presses forward as a community covenanted in the blood of the Lord that has united us, as we press towards the Father, we must, on that road, grow in a fuller image of the Trinity, the original diversity, and the source of unity. It is precisely because the Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Father, and neither of them are the Holy Spirit, that unity is possible. And so it is with us. This church of ours will not become what we hope to be through sameness. Diversity is required that we may be one. I am so excited. We have gathered together 17 guests, 17 stories that will be shared throughout the episodes to follow. I'm praying these stories will be a gift. They have been to me. I needed to hear every one of them. And again, I'm not special, so I have a feeling that might be the same for others as well. And there's a part of me that thought, you know, my guests might be the ones crying as they shared their stories. But as each episode comes out, you'll hear I'm the biggest boohooer of them all. Why do I believe that we need to hear these stories so that we can proclaim to you what we have seen, what we have heard, what we have touched, and what we have looked upon so that my joy your joy, our joy, and dare I say the joy of the Lord may be complete. We will also reference a document that's called What We Have Seen and Heard as you listen to the episodes coming up. That document was written by the first total of 10 Black bishops in the United States. Our bishops looked up and realized for the first time there were 10 Black bishops in the United States, and they took that opportunity, that milestone, to write a pastoral document from themselves to the church in America. That document is called What We Have Seen and Heard. It is absolutely beautiful and will give so much shape and understanding as you listen to these conversations if you'd like to read it. We'll link that in the show notes. Also, we're going to reference in every single episode a speech that Servant of God, Sister Thea Bowman, gave to the United States bishops in 1989. In each episode, we'll share a quote from that. But if you would like to watch or read the full speech, we'll link that in show notes as well. Folks, this is above all about relationships. And so I have to confess that every single one of these 17 guests is someone who in some way I'm in relationship with. And those relationships go from the most close relationship. So my own parents will be guests on this podcast. My adopted parents, they're my auntie and Uncle Billy. They adopted me when I was eight years old. My own sister in religious community, Sister Angela, is a guest on this podcast. Those relationships are very close. My friends are guests on this podcast. People who have been spiritual mentors and leaders to me are guests on this podcast. I hope that these relationships will reveal to you that greater truth that I shared about earlier, that we cannot know who we are except through the sincere gift of ourselves, which only happens in relationship. Every guest is going to share on three themes. One, about their faith journey, but from when they were young 
when God first started calling them to the Eucharistic table. Secondly, each guest will define their idea of hope, and each guest is going to share stories of when they were called to hope in a deep way. I pray that you will know after listening to these episodes what a gift you are. I pray that you will respond to the graces to receive the gift of these stories. These stories are for everyone, Black Catholics and all Catholics, all people alike. God bless. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I hope it was a blessing to you as much as it was to me. I will be praying for you and please pray for me. And then, like, for real, I'm really going to pray for you. <laughs> this has been a production of OSV Podcasts. Use code HOPE25. That's H-O-P-E-2-5 for 25% off plus free shipping on Sister Josephine's book at osvbooks.com slash hope.